As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news for Tuesday, October the 25th, 2022. Coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. The Quality Inn in Tampa, Florida, folks. I didn't think I was going to get on the air there for a second. <laughs> so... But I got that solved relatively quickly. I do have a couple of news stories to go over with you this morning. I'm not counting on a whole lot of people to be in the chat room today. I will go over and check it before it's over with because this is three hours early. And, of course, I had to do it this way, folks, because um, this is a cruise day for me. Uh, so when I'm normally on the air at 11, I will be actually in my Uber on my way to the port. I have to be there at 1130. So uh, that's what's coming up today. Welcome aboard. Uh, If you're listening via the podcast, you're always welcome, of course. Uh, You can access the podcast via my blog, cruiseadventures.net. No, that's not right. It's (laughs) advent. Wow. Boy, I'm just all screwed up this morning accessadventure.net. That's the name of the blog. You can get the podcast there anytime you you want or wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for travel and cruise industry news and up pops the fat travel guy. So, uh, and always when, when you are uh, um, on listening to the podcast, if you want to hop over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description. Just click on it. So you can see any pictures that I'm using in that day show or uh, things like uh, when I have guests on, or any of those things, or when I'm on a cruise. I'm going to be on three here, back to back to back, or side to side to side because they're different ships. Just a couple points to touch on before we get to the, today's news. Uh, you guys know that I'm not the most technically uh, oriented person in the world. So when I'm traveling, you know, I plug the address I'm going in my GPS, and that's the Bible, folks. I, you know, that's on constantly on my dash so I can see where the hell I'm supposed to be. I don't question it. You know, if the little girl on the dashboard throws me in a back road, then she throws me into a back road. I, you know, I, 
that's just the way I am. So it was kind of neat yesterday. I got down to Jacksonville and the GPS put me on the, the beltway around Jacksonville. And then it, it took me off on I-10 going west. And then I, I don't know, I don't know how many miles I was on 10 for a while. And then it took me on 301, which was lovely to be off of the interstates. I'd forgotten what it was like to travel on some, you know, decent roads and get to see things and don't have to worry about some jackass doing 95 miles an hour and running you off the road. It was a lovely drive. But two things that, that I was just totally not aware of. Number one, I've never been through that part of the state of Florida. I've covered most of Florida, but not that little band across. So going through uh, like Gainesville and Ocala um, and that way to uh, eventually I hooked up with I-75 back on the interstate, of course. But it was it was nice to go through that part of, of Florida. I was not aware. I knew there were horse farms around Ocala. But I was not aware how absolutely stunning the horse farms were. I mean, it reminded me of being in Kentucky. Uh, my Kentucky brethren will want to shoot me for saying that. But I'm telling you, some of those Ocala farms were equally as nice as to this, some of the nice Kentucky farms. The other thing, I, I guess my head has been in the sand since I was six years old. I had no idea that Florida had so much Spanish moss. I mean, I've been around Spanish moss all my life, but I pictured Spanish mosses to be in, you know, that from the band in Southern North Carolina through South Carolina and Georgia. And I mean, I remember going to some of those big mansions in Georgia and driving down the driveway, going in to see the mansions with the, the Spanish moss and the trees lining the driveways. I had no idea there was Spanish moss in Florida. And I'm, that stretch through there, it's just thick. So I, I guess my head was in the sand. And then, of course, I got on the, back on the interstate. Got into Tampa, rush hour traffic. <laughs> oh, God, that was awful. Any big city at 5 o'clock is terrible. But I would definitely plan my, my schedule a little differently not to hit Tampa's rush hour. That was that was pretty dicey. Hit, hit a couple wrecks. One that I actually had to dodge. A pretty close call. Uh, but anyway, got into the hotel last night. And then I was, you know, I, I tried to get a hold of Bethany to see if she, you know, Bethany Bartley, she's been on the show a bunch of times. She lives in Tampa. Well, as, as it turned out, she was going, had already made plans to go out to dinner with her dad, which that's fine, you know. So maybe I can hook up with her when I'm back in Tampa on the 4th before the carnival cruise. So I sat here and worked up for a little bit. And I said, well, I'm getting pretty hungry. And, I'd, you know, if, if Bethany had, had been available, I would have gone someplace and had an adult beverage. So I said, well, I'm going to go find someplace to get an adult beverage and something to eat. So I got in my car and I went out to the parking lot at the hotel here and turned down the street, the main drag. And I said, well, I'll just drive a little while until I see something interesting. So I was 
I don't know, four, five, six blocks down the main drag here. And I saw the Press Box Emporium. And I said, whoa, what's that? Well, it turned out to be an old-fashioned sports bar. I haven't seen anything like this since I was in Pittsburgh 30-some years ago. All right, that was that was the um, the press box, and uh, of course they had you know fifty televisions in there, uh, a big full bar. Of course, I sat at the table. <clears throat> I talked with my my waitress was uh, Katie, and I said, "Okay, what's good here?" And she said, "Don't tell me the thing she really likes on the menu." She says, "But tonight's burger night." All the burgers are seven bucks. And I said, well, well, okay, we'll do a burger. So she asked, you know, how I wanted it cooked and all those usual things. And I said, just fix me a burger. I don't care. I mean, I want it medium rare, but, uh, you know, just fix it. Whatever you want to put on it, put on it. So that's what she brought me. I tell you what, folks, that was a two-fisted four-napkin burger. But, man, was it good. I mean, you could not pick it up with one hand. It took both hands. And, of course, you know, it's, it, you know, feet all over you. But it was just, it was just delicious. So I'm, when I get back into town next, uh, whatever that is, on the 4th, I'm probably going to go back to the press box. It was really, really good. So, uh, the Quality Inn, um, it, it's not a new hotel at all. Uh, and, of course, I have a handicap accessible room. Uh, but it's nice. Uh, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. They had a little breakfast this morning. I went out for, went over there for, for breakfast. I'm parking my car here for while I'm on the cruise. Very nice people. Uh, really go out of their way to, to do things and help you and do you know, that kind of thing. The one thing that's bad, it, the, my, my room does not have a good desk. Uh, and the lighting is terrible for this. This is the closest I could come to having any kind of decent lighting to do the show. The only place where there's really sufficient lighting, the backdrop would be right into the bathroom. And I didn't think that would be particularly uh, appealing. So I'm actually sitting in the corner behind the door. You can see the door. That's the, the door to the room. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not bad. So it, that was for the money. Good place to stay. Breakfast was okay this morning. I've had worse. I've had better, of course. But you know, breakfast was okay. It was it was edible. Yeah, scrambled eggs, bacon, uh, sweet rolls. Of course, bagel toast, cereals, you know, all that stuff, and juice. Yeah, nice big glass of juice. All right, I'll be back with a few stories on today's show, right after a word from one of our network sponsors. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right. Headlines this morning include million guests in Juno. MSC takes delivery of the world Europa. Old love boat crew meets new love boat crew. Hal releases information. That's Holland America, of course, releases details of their new show. And a whole lot more here live this morning at 11. By the way, today is World Pasta Day, folks. I didn't say that when I started. You know what to do about it. Go, go have some pasta today. I don't care what kind. It can be spaghetti. It can be ravioli. It can be linguine. It can be any. Just, just have some pasta. As a Nor- uh, Norwegian encore set sail from Juno last week, the season came to an end. The season, of course, being the Alaska sailing season. Over 1 million cruise ship passengers visited Juno, bringing visitor numbers back to near pre-pandemic levels, despite cruise ships sailing far below capacity for most of the summer months. Juno, of course, has always been one of the most popular uh, stops in Alaska. I love Juno. I really, really enjoyed it. Of course, I went up the Mount Roberts tram up to the top of the mountain. When I was there, it was snowing and icing and cold. Uh, I mean, I had a coat on. I, you know, but yeah, that was really kind of cool. Um, getting over my fear of going up a tram up the mountain. Uh, but yeah, I like Juno. I hope to go back to Alaska again uh, next year. I have not booked it yet, but I'm hoping. All right, our buddies over at MSC took delivery of the latest bells and whistles cruise ship, the World Europa, one of the biggest ships in the world and the largest LNG-powered cruise ship worldwide. It's officially delivered to MSC Cruises yesterday during a ceremony at the shipyard in France. MSC World Europa is a spectacular example of what is possible nowadays in ship construction. 215,000 gross tons. And although this is just a slight tad smaller than Royal Caribbean's Oasis-class ship uh, and the new icon of the seas, she's the biggest LNG-powered cruise ship around today. The delivery of the MSC Europa means that the MSC fleet now compromises uh, 20 or uh, uh, comprises 20 uh, cruise ships and it's set to grow to 23 by 2025. In addition, the cruise line has options for six more cruise ships through 2030. Construction on the World Europa started October 31st, 2019 and concluded yesterday. She's the first cruise ship to incorporate LNG fuel cell technology and a vast amount of energy saving and waste management systems. Combine these measures make her the most environmentally responsible cruise ship worldwide. Preparations will now begin for the vessel to set sail to the Persian Gulf. 
The naming ceremony for the World Europa will take place November 13th at the Doha Grand Cruise Terminal in Qatar. After the naming ceremony and before the World Europa sets sail on her first revenue cruise with guests, she will play an essential role during the upcoming uh, Soccer World Cup in Qatar. MSC Cruises has revealed the name for the second world-class vessel as the uh, first steel was cut for the ship's construction on Monday. The next vessel will be named the MSC World America, an appropriate choice for a ship. Its planned deployment is going to be North America. Look forward to that when she comes over. I'd like to say I'll get on the Europa too, because that's going to be over there in Europe. But eh, it is. one of these days, I'm going to have to get over my problems with airplanes and so I can go to Europe and enjoy European cruises. All right, the old uh, cast of the the crew on the love boat met the new cast of the love boat. They got together out there on the love boat, which of course is Princess Cruise Line's uh, ship, the uh, Discovery Princess. The original show cast members met with the host of CBS uh, romantic dating show, The Real Love Boat. Rebecca Romjan and Jerry O'Donnell of the Real Love Boat crew for Princess Cruise itinerary departing on October 22nd. On a seven-day Mexican Riviera cruise on board Discovery Princess, Princess Cruise's Celebrations Ambassador Jill Whalen, that was Vicky Stubbe, was joined by cast member Cynthia Lauren Tews, that was Julie McCoy, Bernie Capel, that was Doc, Fred Granby, Gopher, Ted Lang, that was Isaac. So, a good time was had by all. Of course, they lost the, the big guy. He passed away. So anyway, that was um, the Love Boat crew got together. All right, Holland America has come up with a new program. Uh, which is actually called a show, although it's really not a show per se. Uh, but on uh, it started off on Holland America's uh, Rotterdam. And the um, basically they take uh, passengers behind the scenes for all kinds of stuff. But they've released the latest entertainment show. It's called A City on the Sea and a storytelling event to be featured on the fleet's world stage. Debuting on the historic October 15th transatlantic voyage aboard Rotterdam, A City of the Sea will explore areas on board like the engine room, the laundry facility, how they take care of literally thousands of linens daily, and of course, up in the uh, cabin, up in the, the uh, bridge with the captain and the crews. 
So that's going to be available on all Holland America ships in a kind of a movie form, TV show form. So if you're on Holland America, check it out. I'll be on Holland America in less than a month now. So, All right, that wraps up the news portion of today. Um, again, I'll be heading over to get on Serenade of the Seas today, and that's a five-day uh, cruise. Go down to uh, Cozumel. I'm going to see uh, Elizabeth on Thursday. So I already set that up. I'm probably going to go to Poncho's because that's close to where the ship's going to dock. She also has some business down that in the town that day, so that'll work out. So I'm looking forward to seeing Elizabeth. And then uh, get back into Tampa, and I hop over to West Palm for Margaritaville. See, uh, yeah, that new Margaritaville at Sea Paradise. That's the official name. I'm going to do that three-day, two-nighter over to uh, Freeport. And then uh, get on Carnival Paradise out of Tampa on the 5th with, of course, Cindy Lee and crew. Looking forward to that. All right, let's see. Oh, my goodness, there are some comments. So somebody woke up this morning. Let's see who's with us over in the chat room. Uh, hot Air Thomas here. Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki. I resent your hotel confirmation for November 4th in Tampa since you don't remember yesterday. If you don't need this any longer, please let me know so I can recoup the points. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll leave. I'm the, I still need the hotel. But I was saying that I would probably go back there is where I ate dinner last night. Yes, I definitely I need. And I have the confirmation. I didn't say I didn't have the confirmation. Did I? Anyway, yeah, no, no, I, I know. Yeah, I just, uh, off the top of my head, I couldn't remember the hotel's name, where I was staying. And, you know, there's about six different hotels here in the next few weeks, hot air time. Um, of course, everybody's saying hello. Cindy's operation is tomorrow. Well, we'll certainly be thinking about Cindy. Uh, we are due at the hospital at 11 a.m., so it won't be with Chili. You have a moment of silence for us. I definitely will we'll be thinking about you. Mike's with us. I'm Mike. Katie's here. She says morning to everybody. Now, a really dedicated YouTuber would uh, check in for the cruise later and do the show. Laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, well, no, sorry. I'm not going to sit here and do the show and and then get in the mob of people when I can get in a little earlier. So, and this is also, I want to check out, uh, uh, this will be the first time that uh, Royal Caribbean has allowed me to uh, take delivery of the scooter in the terminal. So that was a victory. At least I'm assuming it's going to be that way. That's what, the scooter around said when I booked it. Uh, Carol's with us. Hi, Carol. I have done that 301 uh, trip to Alcala. Love the Spanish moss hanging from the trees. I really was. Tom, I'm, I really think my head's been in the sand. I had no idea Spanish moss was in Florida. 
And then, of course, obviously, I started looking for it, and then, yeah, you see it everywhere. Wow. Where is Emily? It should be earlier. She wouldn't be asleep yet from Monday. Oh, yes, she would. She's not out of bed yet. Hot air, Tom. Uh, Gretchen's with us. Hi, Gretchen. Just had breakfast, getting on the new Amsterdam in a couple of hours. Sweet. I post pictures. I will use them. I am, uh, I'll be interesting to see how you like the new Amsterdam. I'm on new Stanton Dam uh, in a couple of weeks. Let's uh, be for the first time I've been on Holland America in a long time. And of course, everybody's saying good luck to Cindy. Keep us posted tomorrow, Tom. Hey, Justin's with us, Mr. Bucket List. Good morning, Justin. Good to have you back. Um, uh, Gretchen, have a wonderful cruise. What port are you at? She's in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, she just said that at the Renaissance Marina now. I'll be at the Port of Tampa on Saturday getting some drone footage. I might see you. Yeah, it's possible. You you do a, you fly drones, uh, Justin? I didn't know, did not know that. I don't know why I didn't know that. We need to talk about your your drone coverage. <laughs> I did not know you did. Uh, a, a drone uh, photography. Okay, that'd be cool. I need to, I need to pick your brain on that one. Oh, I'll just have to interview you again. How's that? We haven't done that for a while, Justin. We could set that up one day and just chat about drones. That would be. I would make an interesting show. So, I, I try. I keep coming up trying to find the. Uh, Creative Commons clips. And there are not many of them. Yeah, stuff that I can not use. I don't have a good source for good drone footage. Justin uh, says, yes. That's cool. I'm glad to know that. I love drone footage, Mr. Bucketlist. Me too. You know, and I've used it on a couple. Of course, you know, I'm starting to use more clips than I'm using. Man, I tell you what, when I started doing these shorts, good heavens. I did a, I had a, a, a short little, I'll throw this out to you. I had a short little clip of Symphony of the Seas and St. Thomas. It was like, I don't know, 12 seconds. You know, just basically scanning the ship sitting at port at St. Thomas while I was having a cocktail on shore. So I did a, sh a short on that, I don't know, a month, six weeks ago. So people tell me when the, to keep reusing things, just remake them in some way. So when I first did the short on, on Symphony of the Seas, it got like 566 views. Well, that was pretty good, I thought. I redid it uh, last night. 
uh, the only thing I changed was instead of saying Symphony of the Seas in St. Thomas, stunning Symphony of the Seas in St. Thomas. I used the same clip and put my little tag on the end of it and made it like 30 seconds total. I had 1,300 views in 20 minutes. Just go, so, yeah. The shorts are bringing a lot of people to this channel. A lot of you guys that are new. We always welcome you aboard. Thank you for being here. We do the news show daily, Monday through Friday. When I'm on a cruise ship, possibly Saturday and Sunday as well, or if something major happens when I'm not on a cruise ship on Saturday and Sunday, I will come on and do it the last show. In addition, I'm hoping to do at least one live every day on the cruises. I've had issues with that in the past because of Wi-Fi and my lack of abilities, uh, but I'm hoping to be able to do live streams as we go along. So that's my hope. At least we're going to try that. I will be using, um, I will try to get a live stream up today. I would love maybe, maybe I can set up doing a live stream as we go under the bridge. I'm, I'm not sure how long it takes to get from the port to the bridge and how that's going to conflict with the first dinner on the cruise. I'll have to check the timing on that. But anyway, all right, guys, I'm going to finish packing my bags and head on over to the port and sail away later on today on the Serenade of the Seas. You guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for you guys that are that are awake this early and we're here live. That was awesome. I do appreciate it. And I will see everybody from on board. The first of three cruises on this latest adventure. If you're new to the channel, we always appreciate the thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. That helps the channel out a lot. The little bell notification will tell you when I go live or when a new video is up. That's it for today, guys. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fantastic day. I will. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be.
We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. 